0: Coming up, the Knights of Soken podcast, your favorite source for Star Wars and gaming debate,
1: starts now!
2: Hey y'all, welcome to episode 5 of the Knights of Soken podcast, season 3. Dinos and Sith? Yes, please. This is Blue, and along with me, I have Jay Drayson and... Jay Drayson! Dr- you gotta give me time for that. Damn it!
3: You, you cut <laughs> off my intro. What? <laughs> What are you doing, Jace?
2: Astroc, Astroc.
3: So just chill. You knew it had to happen. Jace, Jason, and... Alright, now, Blue, go.
2: And Astroc to run. Uh, what have oh. you been up to this week?
3: A lot of council business. This has been a busy week for the council, kinda. So, a lot of out-of-character stuff for me, which is new. I'm enjoying my time on the council, but I will admit I do kinda miss uh, chilling with a Padawan from time to time. I still have one. Maris, Stormqueller. what's up, Maris? But, you know, it's, it's a little different having responsibilities like a grown-up. What about you, Astrak? What are you doing?
0: Well, now that uh, Apollo's gone, I've been working on uh, healery-type deal stuff. Been working on some other tra- healers' training. Hopefully going to be able to progress them to the inevitable certified healer title. But uh, sadly, I'm not able to administer that test. Um, going to have to wait until Apollo gets back. But uh, don't worry. She's gonna, not going to be along for too long. Uh, gone for too long. But otherwise, still working with my Padawan. Just got her Saber. So that's
3: awesome. Give her a shout-out. Shout-outs are always fun. test Tao, what's up? There it is. So uh, I notice you guys are... Uh, I always... The, the uh, healer logs <laughs> stay pretty busy. So are Jedi just prone to accidents or what's the deal?
0: So right now, Astroc is actually pretty prone to accidents because I think I have... Several relating to me in the past week. Uh, I think I got like a broken hand, a scratch on my wrist, a cut on my face, a freaking uh, what else? Like oh yeah, I've got some broken ribs. Uh, I got torn up by a rat ghoul, so Astrox is not having a good time.
3: That's pretty torture-y. It sounds pretty dark side. And speaking of the dark side, this is the week of the infiltration of the podcast by dun 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 the dark side. As you heard, blue. Our beautiful blue from the dark side, the Lords of the Sith, has introduced us today. She is here to be our moderator. Howdy, blue. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
3: Well, you know, I'm good. I always try to stay good, but um, it's very nice to have you on board. It's very good to hear your lovely voice, and um, I'll try not to sing your name very often. It's really hard for me because the word blue just it lends itself to being sung. So no, no, well,
2: keep keep singing it.
3: Blue.
0: Jeez. Hit that That note. Hit that note, Jace. Jace. See see blue you come from the dark side, but did you at least bring the podcast
3: cookies?
2: Of course, but they're dark side cookies. That's okay, what does dark side (sighs) cookies have chocolate chips? Well my dark side cookies are oatmeal butterscotch. So. There's no
3: raisins in that shit, is there?
0: No,
2: this isn't a Jedi cookie. This is a Dark Side cookie. I can't,
3: I can't take a raisin in a cookie. That ruins it. All,
0: All right. right. So, what do we have? What do we have lined up for uh, this week?
2: Well, for today's show, we're going to be talking about a few things. First, we are going to test y'all's knowledge on just who Kylo Ren is and where he his storyline is going. Um, we're also going to go over a little bit of the Knights of the Fallen Empire and preview the upcoming chapter. After that, we're going to finish off with a review of the much-anticipated ARC Survival Evolved*. So, alright, let's get this started. Kylo Ren. Episode 7 painted him as a young, lost, and not fully trained young man. He was chasing after the glory of his grandfather and conflicted about it. So, do you guys think he's really fallen to the dark side?
3: I mean, I don't see how there's any way you can argue it. I've heard the arguments. I've heard that perhaps he isn't falling to the dark side, that he's an infiltrating the dark side and that he might be a spy for the light side. And that ultimately this was a way to get, you know, a good guy into the bad camp, but he's, but I just don't buy it. I think that the, the, the movie was really clear that he's the new big bad. Really though.
0: I, I felt, like, I felt like you saw like some, some of like that self doubt through that entire movie. And just, just by the ending, I, mm, just seeing that one flash of anger, I don't feel is completely it for him.
2: So well and he looked so conflicted when Han died. Come on. There's something there. <laughs>
3: right, there's conflict there, but but conflict is actually a part of being dark side, wouldn't you say? I mean, if he were a light side, then he would have well, obviously not killed. Spoiler alert, <laughs> killed anyone. <laughs> I think by this point if you haven't seen the movie, you're just shit out of luck. He wouldn't have killed his father if he wasn't dark side. Right? It just it, there's no there's no justifying that I've heard arguments that said that you know Han sacrificed himself to further the investigate the the downfall of the dark side. I just don't buy it. He obviously is dark side. Yes, there's conflict, but that's that's what dark side is. Yes, but ever, I just feel like everyone
0: has their own like interpretation is Not not the correct word that I'm trying to look for. Maybe. I don't feel like that. That's still completely it for him, though. I feel like just confliction is the
3: is just a part of being a person, Jedi or not. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with that. I would say he's conflicted. I mean, he he very explicitly said that he felt the temptation of the light side. So, uh, but but to me that that exemplifies the fact that he's dark side. If you're tempted by the light side, then obviously you're not a light side follower.
0: So so let's take it back right now and like mention Snoke. Do you think since he's he's trying to I feel like he's trying to please Snoke in a way because there's not really anyone in his life that else anyway can further like him as a person right now. Like he he left he left what he had behind and now he's just trying to impress the one person that he has.
3: Yeah, I th- he's trying to impress Snoke, but I think that Snoke's a little bit irrelevant in the equation to Kylo Ren. Snoke is kind of the surrogate because who he's really trying to press is Darth Vader. He, he, he's trying to ascend into the role of the Dark Lord of the Sith, which was Darth Vader. He, he wants to be Vader.
2: Well, on that note, do you think that he's going down that path just to convince himself this is the way to go? This is where he wants to be? This is the right way? Copying being his grandfather?
0: I don't think that's the, the, going to be the way that is going to go at all. Um well if he would end up knowing knowing what ended up happening to his grandfather, I, I feel like it would be very um different. Cause he his father went to that? the light. His his father grasped the light at the end. He he got rid of the Emperor. He
3: he he reached towards the light, redeeming himself. Atoning. Yeah, well, see, and that's conflictive too. I mean, I would agree with you in, in the sense that I feel like there was a compassionate moment there for Vader, but I have had conversations in the past with uh, the Dark Lord of the Lords of Sok and Zenlit, who thinks that that moment where uh, Vader turned against the Emperor wasn't necessarily about compassion; it was about power. He was ascending to the to the to become the Dark Lord, and in his mind, it wasn't really so much about saving Luke as about becoming more powerful. Forgive me, Zenlit, if I misquoted you there, but that's kind of how I took the conversation. Mm. See, I, I, he
0: pretty much gave himself to to save him, and I feel, I feel like that is pretty a selfless act. Would be more of a light side thing than it would be a dark side, and I feel like that's him going going towards that.
3: I always wanted to believe that, but there are some moments in the new comic that indicate that Darth Vader's plan absolutely was for he and Luke to overthrow the Emperor, which he did, and become the new lords. The, the, you know, the rule of two, the two Sith that were ruling the galaxy, that that, that was part of his plan. He, he had no intention of turning Luke so that Luke could serve the Emperor. He wanted to turn Luke so he could be the master, Luke could be the apprentice, and they would rule the galaxy together.
0: So you're trying to are you are you saying that he was trying to fulfill the rule of
3: two there by overflow? Uh, over- I don't know if he was trying to fulfill the rule of two. What I'm saying is he wanted he he wanted he and his son to be the rulers of the galaxy. That overthrow of the of the emperor was coming no matter whether it was light side or dark side or whatever.
0: Uh, all right, I I can give you that then because I've I haven't I haven't seen the comic at all. I've I've not seen
3: worth uh, the read, worth the read. I highly recommend the new Marvel comic. Books that are kind of fulfilling, fleshing out the Star Wars galaxy—they're really good. And someday we're gonna have a segment on it.
0: Uh, looks like I gotta better start reading then. Get busy, fool. Because I—I got the books. I got the new books. I've just barely started reading them because life's been busy recently. So I've—I barely started reading through the books, but I didn't uh, didn't pick up any of the comics yet.
2: Well, back to Kylo. You think? Uh, I know what you Jedi think about. You know actual redemption for us sith but do you think he can be saved
3: she's so racist she said it you jedi (laughs) like it was a racist thing (sighs) can kylo uh i am so conflicted about this whole thing like i don't even know what i want to happen in the movie i would i think if he comes back to the light it will be a leia thing i think that leia will ultimately bring him back to the light
0: do you think it's the motherly love that's going to bring him back
3: I think so, yeah. You know what, mothers are a powerful thing. It is a powerful thing, and there's there's going to be... A, a, a he... How do you say slain Slew? Slayed? He killed his own father. <laughs> so, there's got the... There's going to be a certain redemption in a mother's love at some point in this movie. Now, whether it's at his dying breath or whether he comes to the light in and of himself, I don't know. But I really do think there's going to have to be a moment between he and Leia that 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 possibility will be made reality okay so do you think that uh that they'll end up coming
0: in this next episode or do you think that they're gonna say that all nah. the way to the end
3: nah, nah nah it'll have to be episode nine episode nine yeah it'll have to be. That, that's a, that's a long ways away it is <laughs> long ways away. i think in the next episode it's gonna be him as the the big bad was the big bad
0: well they did say it was gonna be a darker a much darker episode than yeah. this past one which i thought
3: which- hmm are you glad about that or no?
0: Well, well, we'll see because episode 5 was really dark too. <laughs> Darkest of the uh, of the of original trilogy, I'd say.
3: Yeah. I mean, the ending left you ugh, kind of on the edge of a cliffhanger, sure. But I, I don't even know if I would call it dark as much as unresolved. And hopefully they won't leave us unresolved on, on these movies. I'd like resolution at the <laughs> at the end of each film speaking of the film it's been pushed have you heard that it's been pushed it's been pushed back uh till december of 20 what what year 2018 2017 uh, yes i did see that so it's it's just so everybody knows it's not going to be the may release that we thought it was going to be it's going to be a december release wasn't jj pushing for an earlier release on this past one though yeah but he's not directing is he not yeah where the heck have watch. i been they're, they're doing a rewrite or something in the on the script. Something about the uh, the a second female lead or something they're writing around or something.
0: A second female lead?
3: Bro, yeah. I don't know. I'm not JJ. I'm not in the meetings with Kathleen Kennedy. What I'm telling you is they're pushing the movie back.
0: This has me interested
3: already. Google. <laughs> right? I think in terms of Kylo Ren, it was all given away when Han Solo said, there's too much Vader in him. To me, that really... There's something in a narrative. When you take a character who's iconic and eventually he's going to die, you listen to what that character says because there's truth. There is uh, kernels of the story and where the story is going to go in every line. Not every line. In most of the lines. They, they're telling you the truth in the in the whole grand scheme of the story. And for him to say there's too much Vader in him, it kind of gives away the farm on, uh, on who, who the dude is.
2: I think you're underestimating the uh desire for a happy ending out of these movies though
3: it is disney i mean i'll give you that that there very well could be a happy ending but a happy ending can be that the bad guy dies have you watched disney (laughs) (laughs)
2: yes girl i could sing you some disney songs promises and moving on I would hope that everybody is aware that we're getting a new chapter of the Knights of the Fallen Empire soon. So what is everybody looking forward to in the new chapter? Any characters that you want to see? Any characters you would rather not see?
0: I'm looking forward to um just hopefully better story, <laughs> to be quite better. honest. I, I I played through it and I uh I, I felt like tearing my hair out. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? You didn't like it? I, I wasn't a fan. Of any of it? I mean, it, it was cool seeing all these different people come together again, but uh, I, it just wasn't for me. There was, like, too much plot twists
3: and other flashy twists. And like That's, that's what that's you not- want. I mean, you don't want a story that's going to be spoon-fed to you. You don't want something that's just going to be a uh, a, a follow-the-dots, connect-the-dots story. I mean, I liked the plot twists. I've had this conversation before. I feel like Deja freaking do. I like the fact that you didn't know what was going to come next. What I'm looking forward to personally has nothing to do with characters. (laughs) I'm actually looking forward to the crafting update. Uh, the fact that these skills are going to be increased to 550, that's exciting to me. Some new crafti- craftable gear mods, augments, that's going to be exciting to me. That's kind of one of the ways I make my money. Uh, new crafting materials, meh. I could give a crap about that. But I like the fact that they're kind of pushing uh, skill levels on things. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to.
0: See, I'd, I'd say out of everything, I feel like probably the ex- like non-story content is what I'm going to be playing mostly. I, I've, I've played through fallen empire
3: once and i i don't really want to play it again honestly i've played through it twice i liked it both times i chose different choices and it was fun for me both times Ask, you're the new stick in the mud i'm the new stick in the mud all right i i think i'll i'll
0: maybe only go through it twice but see what the dark side options do or even that i make i may just even go to youtube and watch it because i don't even (laughs) you need to go live in a trash
3: can oscar the grouch i'm Ah, oscar the grouch now do you, let me ask you this about... Because there's a new character coming out. A new... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, companion character. Companions. Um, Firebrand, who is an old returning character. I won't ruin it just in case anybody doesn't know at this point. But there's a new you know, companion character that you get to choose. Do you like having so many companions and Alliance members and followers and all that stuff. Is that okay with you or no? Uh,
0: I I guess it's all right. But uh, every time I open up my menu to do something, it just seems a little large now.
2: But it does give the feeling that this is a big endeavor. There are lots of people involved and you need more people. So... To me, it's a good thing because you kind of get a better feeling of, this isn't just me and my five little companions taking on the galaxy, it's a big deal. Yeah, it
3: makes it feel a little more epic, absolutely. And you like big, right? You with me, Blue? We like big, right? Oh, I big, love big. thick, girthy. Yeah, we want a big <laughs> story. <laughs> Jeez. What?
0: I'm talking about coffee. Like, these, these huge extravagant stories, I, I I like, you were talking about this last week, Jace. You were saying a lot of show, don't tell. Well, I think a lot of as being told from this, these large extravagant cutscenes and other things and such.
3: Yeah, but, okay, so one of the big depressing things about this game in the first place is the fact that it's not KOTOR 3. People wanted KOTOR 3. The game makes it feel like KOTOR came out with something else.
0: Pardon me, but I I haven't haven't played through that in years. So do you you want to elaborate on that a little bit more?
3: Have you played KOTOR? Yes, obviously. Okay, so KOTOR 1, KOTOR 2. People, instead of getting an MMO, they wanted KOTOR 3. The fact that they're giving us this much story, which I'm for is kind of like them throwing a bone to uh, RPG players rather than MMO players, that this is this story is going to carry on to the point that it's it's a whole new KOTOR game. You you, you create a character, and you've got KOTOR 3 going on. Um, if you join the game right now, you've got hours and hours and hours of uh, gameplay that has nothing to do with MMO, and I think that's a positive. I felt like it was
0: that to begin with, though. I never had any problems with thinking, thinking that it wasn't another KOTOR
3: well, some people did. They didn't want an MMO. And and this return to story with the whole uh, ex- latest expansion 4.0, it's really more... It's about getting some of those customers back, in my opinion, who didn't play the game because it wasn't KOTOR 3. Now it kind of is.
2: So, oh, Astroc, you have said several times you're not a big fan of the story at this point. What is it missing? What, what would make it playable for you? Or enjoyable? Not just playable, but enjoyable.
0: Enjoyable. Um... See the I, I like stories that that like to take things slow and lets you evolve over time rather than these these quick quick paced short segments like these chapters are laid out. Um, the chapters I think is probably like the biggest downfall in my opinion because they're they're split they're splitting up all these sections into short little bits and. C- I feel is almost breaking the flow at the beginning of each one and I I, I like my flow and I like things continuous and I like to be able to just sit down for a long time and be able to play through it and honestly um I don't think there's a whole lot of
3: story content there no no, you're wrong. There's a ton of story content there. Uh, it, it, tell me this. When you played and it got to the end of chapter one, did you say, oh, end of the chapter, I need to take a little break? Or did you press on into chapter two?
0: I think the end of chapter one pretty much forces you into chapter two.
3: Oh, my God. I'm just be- so chapter six into chapter seven. Did you stop and say, oh, need a sandwich? Or did you go ahead and play chapter seven?
0: Honestly, yeah, because that's the point in my chapter is like, oh, here
3: we go again. Let me take a break real quick. Well, I just take it that you don't like good things, then. It was a really good story, in my opinion.
2: Well, you know what they say about opinions.
3: Everybody listen, has one. Listen to Jace's? Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> um, away from the story, any theories about, you know, new decorations, possibly a flashpoint, or, you know, something that I would just love to see, a new operation?
3: I would love that, too, but I don't think we're going to get it. Oh. No, I, I've... Um, I've heard rumors of a war zone on Odesson, but I don't think it's going to be out with Chapter 10 or 4.04, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've heard that it's going to be like a King of the Hills type of game with multiple hills that are kind of random spawn multiple hills. That's exciting. But it doesn't look like it's going to come out in February with with, uh, 4.04. I think think it drops February 10th or 11th. I can't remember. Um, We're not going to get any of that kind of stuff. I mean, sadly, we're just not. Oh, oh, but I did hear we are going to get a couple of... I won't, I won't drop names for those who hate spoilers, but I, I did hear we're going to get a couple of more recruitment missions with some people, some characters we might know. That's a good thing. Well, you I think the pass. only thing that I'm, I'm going on
0: with this is uh, flashpoints and um, maybe some more heroics, because those are pretty much the only thing that I've continued after I finished whatever story that there was uh, after Chapter 9. Um, just doing those and getting my money.
3: <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get any more heroics. I think the heroics are kind of set in stone at this point unless they drop another planet because they're planetary bound unless you get a new planet, you're not gonna get new heroics from what I'm seeing.
2: Well, if they're introducing new companions, do you think that this means that my space husband Darth Marr is coming back? He well,
3: he's dead No. He's so- he, I'm so sorry to inform you of this ma'am But your husband was murdered <laughs> By By uh, a vicious Crazy Zakuilian prince I, Emperor I or whatever I
2: can't believe that I have to believe that he's coming back but, I mean you but saw the, the cutscene at the end of
3: The force ghost
2: <laughs> no,
3: forced no ghost. force
2: Don't take my dreams away from me
3: Forced ghosts are not that fun in bed Just saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, So moving on Enjoying today's show? Interested in joining the Knights of Sokin? If these apply to you, please visit us at www.knightsofsoken.com And click the apply button above. Also, feel free to send a comment our way on Twitter at Knights of Sokin. As well as Facebook at facebook.com slash Now, back to our show.
3: All right, Knights, hold on to your lightsabers. Here's the deal. Like we said earlier, it is the infiltration of of the dark side so we're adding a new segment to the podcast probably as we should have done weeks ago but i would like to welcome dark to the show and it's going to be a weekly segment that we do to let everybody know what's going on on lord's side so dark fill us in how are you torturing the people
1: torturing is going very well this week
3: as well as torturing can
1: go i guess (laughs) yes it has um Thank you for the invite to come up here and talk to you guys. I've been wanting to do something from the Lord's side of the house to the podcast. And uh, I just brain farted. (laughs) (laughs) So Lord's side of the house, I'm here to bring information about what's going on on the Lord's side of the house. So right off the bat, I want to let them know that right now, as of today, we have 252 members who are part of their guild now.
3: Is that individual members? Is that characters? Does that include all? It's all
1: characters. Um, we probably have probably about 60 active players in the guild right now.
3: Dang, that's pretty good for a new guild, all I right. think.
1: Yes. second part I wanted to bring up was to make sure that those who are looking to be part of the guild or want to know who's in charge of our guild, I want to bring up our Lords of Silken Dark Council, and I'm going to read off who are the characters that actually hold those positions. So, Zenlit, of course, is our Dark Lord. Of course. Solidaire is our Dark Regent, and she's actually running our guild right now while Zenlit is running around doing real-life stuff.
3: Real-life. I don't know why real-life always has to get in the way of our fun.
1: It's true. We have Majorelle, Pyrexis, Xenex, and myself, known as Dark Dread, on the game side. We also have two open chair positions in our Dark Council, and we're going to use that as a rotational chair, so we are going to allow who have shown the ability to really help out with the guild RP events, training, and teaching to actually step up and sit down as a Dark Council member for short periods of time throughout the year. So how long? Do you know how long those periods of time are going to be? We don't know yet. We're still discussing that, but we're probably going to do it like quarterly to maybe half a year. It depends on how active they are and how much time they can actually spend as a Dark Council member.
3: Hmm, that's a good idea.
1: Our next area I want to talk to is our spears. Our spears are where The players are allowed to pick an RP area that they want to play in when they RP with the guild. We have four spears that we work with. Spears of our ancient knowledge are our assassins, and it's exactly that. We teach the assassins RP, and they go out and do assassinations for us. Our spear of biotech science, which is our inquisition sith academy and our imperial medical corps the imperial medical corps is actually a new section and i from a real life medical professional i love it because i love reading the medical reports of all the apprentices after their dueling
3: dude i'll tell you what they we <laughs> just recently started with uh knight apollo putting in the she's heading up the healers now she's putting in healer reports on our forums too they're very informative i really dig reading those myself
1: Yes, I, I enjoyed it the other day. Um, but we also have our Inquisition in there, and those are our people who love to RP torture. So when we catch a knight and drag them back, that's where they go. See our Inquisition. Catch me if you can. <laughs> exactly what happens. Our third spear is our spirit defense. We actually have um, three little sections in there. There's our Dread Guard and Dark Guard and our Legionnaires. The Dread Guard and our Legionnaires are kind of our Sith army. RP force. So when we do cross faction RP, a lot of those guys are Dread Guards, Dark Guards. The Dark Guardian is a very specific and special section. It is specifically designed to protect the Dark Council. So okay. There, and then it's a event we put in there so that when we have players who can't play every day, they can only get on for a couple hours. What we do is allow them to be able to RP and work and do something for the guild by like showing up for our guild meetings and doing a protection service. So they're like our secret service.
3: Right. So they're kind of analogous to our wardens. Our
1: wardens do kind of a similar thing in our guild ceremony as well. Yes, I remember that when I was a Padawan way back when. And then last but not least, um, when I was selected to become a uh, dark council member, I was asked to figure out what I should do. Well, one of the reasons I came became a council member was I'm very good at negotiating the drama that sometimes happens in guilds
3: what drama in no. guilds yeah. nah come on get out of <laughs> yep.
1: here so i was brought in because you know i was able to you know calmly keep people from exploding and having hissy fits so i've formed up the spear of law and justice and it has uh really two parts there's an out of character part which is when there's the drama i'm the one they should be calling hey can you be a neutral party and try to figure this out And we really haven't had to use this too much. Um, we did recently, and it's worked out. Our second part is our judicial holonet. Now, y'all probably heard about my former apprentice, Fazzle. Uh, I think I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, he was my apprentice and decided to switch over to the Knights, put a Padawan over there, but he kept his dark side character off to the side. Well, the funny thing about that was when I came online the day he left, It was like having an intervention. The entire Dark Council was there to meet me when I got online and they were like, Dark, we need to talk to you right now. So they informed me that my apprentice skipped uh, the dark side, went to the light side. So I pinged him up and I says, I'm bringing you back, gonna hold a trial and we're gonna execute you. And that's exactly what we did. We did a two week RP with my other apprentice who I assigned as part of his trial of skill was to hunt my former apprentice down Bring him back alive. We did a trial at, at a guild meeting and then a actual visual execution. Yikes. Oh, that
3: is brutal. It's brutal, but it's
1: cool too at the same time. Very cool. Everybody <laughs> enjoyed it. And then, of course, we, my apprentice, uh, Varus, and I, we wrote up a RP forum story for the whole thing. So it comes back and forth between the two of us, but it was really good. And then the third part for the Spirit of Justice is something we're still working but it's going to be called the Imperial Security Force, and it's going to be an RP investigation. So select people who want to join and learn how to investigate crimes in the guild, murders. We're going to do it based on the game of Clue. I
3: always loved mm-hmm. that game as a kid.
1: I yes. like to be Colonel so we're Mustard. we're going to figure out a way to get this to work as a game of Clue, so when I come up with an RP event for it, they will do an investigation and try to figure out who did it. Nice, so like a murder mystery type Very Uh, much like that. And then, of course, the part of it is with that is they have to be able to write a decent RP story because they're going to RP write the whole thing that they did as part of their character's background. That sounds awesome. And with that, there's not too much more that's going on. There's no uh, um, no cross-faction this week. I don't know that they are talking about getting one set up again soon because we, on the dark side, we thoroughly enjoy having our cross-factions with you guys.
3: Yeah, I bet. So I heard the last one when we got our, the Knights got our tails whipped. We which, finally won one. Yeah. I guess the bad guys have to win sometimes. Well, we're almost out of time. Tell me this. What are your weekly events that you've got going on from week to week that are kind of a standard, your uh, your tent holders or whatever you call them? Tent poles, events. What do you got going on every week?
1: Tent pole events. Um, daily, we are always teaching force power classes along with the purgy roll system so that everybody understands how it works. We have several lightsaber training courses that we go through and I'm the Jinso uh, master on this side so I teach a Jinso class I have others that are now teaching it now but I also teach a advanced Jinso class where we concentrate mostly on how to emote your moves correctly so when people are watching your fights they can see what's going on and then we have our guild meetings are every Thursday we have a PVP section, I believe that is on Fridays. And then we have, we're trying to get the operations section up and running. We have one person who I think who is doing a pretty decent job at taking care of that.
3: Okay, pretty good. Well, Dark, I'm excited about this new segment in the show and excited about letting people know what's going on on the Lord's side. It's it's really cool to have a guild that is so fully rounded. You know, we, we always talk about balance on our side and it's it's a different kind of balance, but it is nice to have some dark side to to, to taint our light <laughs> every now oh, and yes. again. We but can. you know what, Dark? I believe there's still some good in you. I, I
1: feel uh, it. Oh, no, no, no. For those who are listening, if they have questions, they can always engine email me and I will bring it to the next section. Awesome. Back to you, Blue.
2: Ark Survival Evolved. Y'all are going to have to tell me a little bit more about what it is. It is awesome.
3: That's what it is. It's an alpha game that you have to pay for. It is a game you have to pay for. So Ark Survival Evolved is a survival game. Um, Basically, you wake up on this island, you're naked, and you have this little jewel in your wrist. And you're, like, on the beach, and you look around, and there's freaking dinosaurs everywhere, big brontos. And (laughs) there are, uh, you know, there's trees and wood and rocks and sand and dirt. And essentially, it's Minecraft with good graphics. Other than the fact that you can't dig. So you you, you, uh, learn abilities like building floors, building walls, building uh, shotguns, building bows and arrows. Um, And as you progress through the game, you become a more powerful survivor on this island. You can tame dinosaurs and it's pretty involved. I mean, it's pretty it's got a pretty in-depth system of making you feel like it's a real living, evolving island that you're trying to survive on.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, who do you Are you have you, 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 you have you, haven't
3: <laughs> you, you still haven't sold me cuz uh, it's a pre-release game that you paid for. Bro, I got the money to burn. And listen, it's it's not a it's a pre-released game, yes, but it is fully functional. It's not like it's a game that's still got uh you know that you're running around with placeholders everywhere. It's in early release, so absolutely, you you get the full game at this point. The fact that it's still developing only gives me hope for the thing. It's it's coming out no matter what this summer in full release. But um, basically, all alpha releases mean to me is I get a class A game at a cheaper price. Yes, but we've we've seen like those
0: promises before on on Steam. One of the, one of the biggest things, at least early. early on was war, war z when daisy was still like hot and relevant just pretty much took the money did did crap for the for the actual development cycle and just shoved it off after that after seeing that I'm very hesitant to go after any game before it's actual full release
3: you know what it's okay to be hesitant you got to do your research I would never advise anyone to spend money on something that they haven't looked into absolutely having said that I looked into a lot of videos YouTube videos reviews pre-reviews of this game and this is not like how you would think an alpha game is it's a fully functional fully playable game and it's good the one, of the one of the big problems I'll, I'll say is that it's not necessarily optimized for PC. Um, I play it on. I've played it on PC and I've played it on Xbox One. Xbox One is so much smoother for me. PC is a little choppy, but um, I can still play the game on pretty decent graphics. I only have to turn off the sky effects, <laughs> and then I can you know ride on pterodactyls and stuff.
0: Okay. So don't, don't mind me stepping into your place blue feel free to smack me back in line um but oh, he, you- like mm. he would so like it <laughs> all right because uh, i know there's a lot of players on from sokin at least that have that i've seen or at least heard talking about playing um Ark, is this the start of us branching
3: out to different games besides um star wars the old republic i wouldn't say it's the start i think that sokin has kind of been branching out a little bit into other games for quite some time um Maybe maybe it's a little more not even organized. Yes, Phyrexis has created a soken specific server that we are able to play on. Thank you, Phyrexis. That's really cool. That's I'm saying it right, blue, right?
2: Yeah, it's Phyrexis. He's a Dark Council member. Yes, you play on a Sith server.
3: You just had to say it like that, didn't you? No, I don't play on a Sith server. I play on a Soken server. We're a community. Dark side, light side. Anyway, so, but, but you know what? Soken's branched out into other games before. There have been players from our, our uh, guild and community that played WoW. There's been GTA stuff going on. And, and of course, Battlefront had a, had a little run there. I will say that I feel like Arc is the first time that there's some real sticking and staying power and a little more organization to it.
0: Yeah so on this server is there like an organization do we have like a, a like a home base type deal or is it just us scattered around trying to find
3: each other at this point now check it out so at this point it's supposed to be red versus blue you can join either team it's not about at this in this world it's not jedi versus sith and we want to mix it up over there we don't want it to be all this all the lords against the knights um so you there's two different teams and we have started two different bases on different sides of the island and they're really cool i mean it's like building a little community literally building a little community of soaking people on on the beach right now on my side and and the other side i think they're like in a crater or something but um it's gonna be some pvp going on as soon as we kind of get up and running right now we're still in, in a building phase i think some pvp has happened i know some infiltration and spying has happened but i won't go into that infiltration and spying Mm. i'm just saying sometimes people think they can put up huts near our side of the island and it's not (laughs) like we don't notice
0: that's kind of a thing that you think would you would notice yeah so now during the time that there's been a number of awesome highlights within the game that has sold others um go ahead and sell
3: me the game jace I'm not. I'm not a arc marketer. I'm. I'm just a Jedi trying what, to make what, my way What in the has galaxy. made the game fun for you? What has made yeah, the, the game fun for you? Here's what makes it fun. Here's what I really like about. And this. This kind of goes for like RTS games for me too. Real time strategy games. I like to essentially start with nothing. And build up to have something to show for it. I like to build things. So, for instance, in both of my playthroughs of ARK. It's not a playthrough because it doesn't have a story. But on Xbox One and on the PC, I have created homes. And it's really fun for me to take a blank space of sand and learn these. They're called engrams in the game. Essentially, it's a schematic for learning how to build something. And... And then build, however I want to do it, based on my creativity, a house, or a cliff dwelling, or a hotel, or a uh, pit battle of death where I can make my Dilophosauruses fight each other. So, I like to build... And the the if you like Minecraft, you would love Ark.
0: Alright. So I'm I'm actually a pretty I, I like I like to play Minecraft from time to time. Um, but I think I heard some of you say something that might entice Blue, that pit of death, where you fight and put things to
3: the death. Hey Blue, does that entice you a little bit?
2: Why do you assume that all Sith are crazy people? The animals didn't do anything.
3: You're mm. all about death and destruction. We know it. Don't try to act.
2: Not against animals,
3: play. only against Jedi. Sometimes people kill animals too when they're Sith. Eh, and <laughs> we're good people inside. That's not true. I don't I don't buy it for one second. The dark side The dark side is an oily taint on the force.
0: L- listen to that laugh that she had too. That was just like a, an evil just like Yeah, hmm. it was a, it, yeah, bit it was of a cackle.
2: cackle. I don't know. I might get into the game. I haven't really decided yet. All
0: so right. So I'm having a good time. How, how how can the community play all play together on uh Arc?
3: Um how can you play together you can play together by uh, join first of all on the night side there is a post that says um how to get into the server because you do have to have some specific permissions to get into the sokin server i think it's in free chat under night side if you are a member of our forums and then once you get in game you just have to give a a holler and the lord's side as well has a instructional kind of thread about how to you know sign into the game once you're in the game just kind of give a holler out maybe give somebody a heads up in team speak that you're thinking about playing it and you get invited to either red or blue and at that point you just start hacking down trees or picking berries or whatever it is that you're going to do to to level your dude up dude or chick i guess i should say dude or chick because it was a little sexist to assume that everyone would be playing a dude there you. Yeah, it's kind of like a blanket type deal. I wasn't offended. Yeah, <laughs> don't be offended. But um, but that's how you do it. Just jump into the forums, read the, the thread, and then jump into Arc. It is a pretty um, intensive game in terms of playing it on your, your PC. So you've got to kind of have a machine that can play a, a new a new generation game. You can lower graphics and it makes it run a little more smoothly. But like I said earlier, it's not optimized quite yet. So um, it can be a little choppy at times. I found the longer I play it, the better it gets the same with windows it's all you said can, my, my windows We just can hear you jace <laughs> we heard it. yeah my windows just totally popped up and was like do something with me right now anyway i have to say this has been an interesting show what with all of the dark side infiltration i don't think this will be the last time that we hear from the lord's you think you might come back and visit us, Skimblue?
2: Maybe. Maybe if you ask nicely.
3: I can be really nice. I have a, I have a little cartoon voice.
2: I can sing like this. And oh, my could. God. <laughs> oh,
3: geez. Wait, Jace, maybe
0: you just got to sing your name again. Blue!
3: <laughs> so, coming up in the week ahead, we have on Nightside at least 35 events going on throughout the week, including classes, ceremonies, initiations, and all kind of fun stuff. Um... On the Lord's side, you know how many events y'all got, Blue? What it, Like, how many events y'all run a week?
2: We probably run about
3: 15. 15-ish games. events. So, Sokin fully formed um, force-following guild. Whether you want to play light side or dark side, Definitely look out for the community of Soken, and this this just in, you are now capable of playing both sides at the same time. Now, when we first started this out, there was kind of a moratorium on playing Dark Side and Light Side that has been lifted. Um, with a few a few restrictions on it, so if you if you're looking to play both sides, you can role play on both sides of the fence. I want to give a shout out and a congratulations to Colette, Kanan, Lockie, and Kynex for joining the ranks of master. Congratulations to you, especially Kanan, because he's my uh, huckleberry. Congratulations to the newly knighted knights. Um, good to see you guys coming up, working hard, making Soaking Community run. Don't forget the Guild ceremony for Nightside is on Wednesdays at nine Eastern Daylight Time, and on Lords it is Thursday at nine. So there's always something going on in the nights of Soaking. Um, we've got several big events coming up in the near future. You're going to want to check out the forums, look at the calendar, make sure you register, and if you're interested in joining us jump into game, look for Jace Drayson or any of the other council members, recruiters, and we're happy to have you join us in our loving community of Force followers. So for the Knights of Soken, for the Lords of Soken, for Astrog Duran, and for Blue Laban-Di-Lamanda, I'm Jace Drayson. Tune in next time to the Knights of Soken podcast, and may you all follow the Force. And you know what? Stay classy, Sokin.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Knights of Sokin podcast. Please click the subscribe button below and follow us on Twitter at Knights of Sokin. And look us up on
1: Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Knights of Soakin.